and welcome. My name is Tim. I'm Dante. And I'm Herfy Durfy. And this is Go Mode, a Link to the Past randomizer podcast. See, I can understand how you might get it a little twisted when you're listening to a Link to the Past randomizer podcast. There's not just one anymore, so we have to be very clear. This is Go Mode, a Link to the Past randomizer podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is times, uh, uh, times are changing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I agree. I do, too. Absolutely. So just to (laughs) to kind of clarify for anyone who hasn't heard the news, there is a new A Link to the Past randomizer podcast in the game uh, by our very own fear agent. In the uh, game. Known for many, many things. Does that mean we get um, to talk in one of the hint tiles and like suddenly like Saha is the podcaster or is or is fear in the game now? Um, I don't know. I don't get that reference. Oh, you said he was in the game, but out there in the ether, oh. there's another podcast in the world. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Sorry, exactly. I had yeah, to do in that. the ether, in the community, uh, ether sphere that is a link to the past randomizers community, we now have another podcast, uh, created by Fear Agent. We've had him on the show several times. Uh, he is the creator of the ALTTPR League, a very, very good, uh, randomizer player in his own right. And uh, yeah, the first three episodes are out now as you're listening to this. Uh, and I, I'm just going to go ahead and say I absolutely love it. I, I said in our last podcast in episode 100 that I had a feeling that if there was a podcast where people just talked about rando, it would it would be good and worth listening to. And listening to Fierce podcast really solidified that for me because I, I had that experience of just like listening to two people talk about rando. And it's fun. You, you want to hear what they have to say because, you know, we play this game all the time. So uh, and, and I would be remiss if I did not mention the very first episode of the very first guest was our very own Dante. <laughs> so, Dante, what was it like being the first guest on this on this new podcast? Well, luckily for me, I think. <laughs> Sorry for coughing. Uh, he is. He had already <laughs> recorded one or two. Um, I, I, he told me when we recorded, he was like, you're going to be the first like episode. I was like, all right, well, I don't know why, but I'll take it. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, like overall, it was a good experience. Um, I really liked the style. I, I was like, what, what, what are you going to ask me? And he's like, I'm just going to ask you questions. And that's literally all I got. Uh, and it was I thought it was done very well. I think fear is a really good interviewer. We did that literally right before the we recorded that right before uh, the or like two days before that little mid tournament break that happened the same day we recorded episode 100. And um, I thought he did a great job interviewing me there and on his podcast. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to more content. I, I'm current on it. I've listened to all three episodes. Uh, I kind of had to binge a couple of them just due to uh, being sick with covid uh, recently. Mm. But um but yeah, I'm kind of all caught up with that and I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. So his podcast is a little different than ours in that he is strictly kind of sticking to interviews. So he's banked up a lot of interviews with people in the randomizer community that are, you know, 45 to 55 minutes long, somewhere in that neighborhood. And then he'll record himself, I guess, right before he uploads it, if I had to guess, like a quick intro and, and sometimes an outro. Um, but you know, I have to say like the vibes are totally different than this podcast, which I think is a great thing. Um, and, uh, fear did message me after the first one came out and he was like, I'm glad to hear that you like it and that you're into it. I was worried <laughs> that you might think, you know, that I was kind of, uh, that, that my podcast was kind of biting off, um, from, from go mode podcast. And I was like, 
Dude, anyone who thinks that does not listen to podcasts because that is absolutely not how podcasts work. That's like saying, oh, man, I have this one TV show that I really like, but another TV show came out. And so that's my TV show now. Like it just it doesn't work like that. You can watch as many TV shows as you want. You can listen to as many podcasts as you want. Um, And I I think both there's plenty of room for for both of our podcasts. Yeah, it feels like, you know, if someone was streaming Rando for fun and not a race, you know, they're just streaming it. And then someone else does it. Uh, that would be like saying I'm mad at the second person for taking content. Like that's not really how it works. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I, I understand, you know, the, the mindset of not wanting to step on anyone's toes or getting all up in anyone's oh yeah, business. For sure. But as you guys said, it's, it's really not uh, a thing that we're worried about and we're, we're not mad at him and we're not, we're not worried about him stealing our audience or anything like that. Uh, we, we all very much like the podcast from what I can tell anyways. And uh, we're, we're looking forward to more and uh, I'm, I'm excited. And as I said, in one of our channels, I believe it was, uh, maybe this will finally be the chance to break the curse of herf and fear and never being on the same podcast episode together <laughs> and actually prove that we're not the same person. I like the idea even better of you being the guest host whenever he's not available oh my to just God. further cement the idea that you are the same person. Oh, yeah. I remember talking <laughs> about that. I mean, I, I would be down for that. That's yeah, hilarious. That, that would be funny. <laughs> so the name of that podcast is 216, a link to the past randomizer podcast. So search that on iTunes, Spotify, uh, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts, you should be able to find it. Uh, and yeah, again, we absolutely love it. It has the GMP seal of approval. So everyone go check out uh, Fear's new podcast now. So I guess we should do our podcast. Um, so let's go ahead I and guess. get into that. It's how a little different work? than it used to be. It's going to be a little shorter. I actually don't know, Dancy. I don't know how it works yeah, because this we've never done it like this Uncharted before. territory for us. So like... Um, I guess I guess we're going to jump into some main tyranny discussion. There's quite a bit of stuff to talk about. Um, I guess we'll start out. Yeah. So so uh, Asner versus Yagamoth in the opening round was quite the watch. So uh, let's, let's let's preface all of this by saying there's going to be spoilers here. So mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. intend to watch VODs or something, check the time codes where you want to jump ahead as far as like stuff goes. But as far as like us talking about main tourney and challenge cup and stuff, we're going to be talking a few spoilers, but that out of the way. Um, so Asder and Yagamoth was a pretty interesting matchup. I believe Asder took game one, if I'm recalling correctly. And then game two and three, my, my personal opinion is that Asder just kind of beat himself, which was a really yeah. interesting watch because game two, he spent a good bit of time uh, trying to hover hookshot cave and his go mode item was actually in hookshot cave. That was what was funny about it. Um, mm-hmm. Or unfortunate, but he didn't have the hook shot, which was apparently on Hobo. So I, I want to say it was like 10 plus minutes. He was there. Um, I don't know if he actually got it, but Yagamoth ended up taking that game. And then in game three, when it all came down to the wire, apparently he just he did what I've done a lot and forgot the uh, the mirror or forgot to check the Skull Woods bridge chest in the back. And that was like something it's so easy to do. It's like I'll kill the boss. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, you know, I'll go back in and then yeah. you forget to go back in. So <clears throat> unfortunate for Aster, a uh, really good player. Um, but, you know, Yagamoth advanced in that round. And that was uh, uh, sometimes that's how it goes in Rando, right? Yeah. Yeah. Rando's going to Rando. like even the best players and for forever until the heat death of the universe. 
That's why we love it, right? Yeah. Or until the server goes offline and then we can't get any more seeds. Even then, so, probably someone would find a way. Uh, some more exciting action. Uh, Zelga and uh, MM2 Nest Cartridge played off. Uh, and Game 3 had quite the twist. Uh, apparently, just to kind of summarize that, uh, MM2 was in the lead. Uh, Gold Sword, Red Mill, I'm not sure about Silvers. I think he had them, but uh, was several screens ahead. And I, I don't know if it was pressure, just a slip up, but ended up taking a Ganon death. And we've, we've seen that happen quite a bit. And that was just uh, enough to tip the scale uh, to have Zelga take that win and then advance on uh, to uh, the round of 32, which is still ongoing. That that series still ongoing. But um, but yeah, that was that was kind of heartbreaking in a way. You know, I, I was rooting for Zelga, but MM2 is a really good dude. And you yeah. know, so I was like I was hoping for a good series between them and I. I know Zelga probably feels the same way, but I really hate it came down to something like that. But that's just how it goes, I think, sometimes. Yeah, huge shout outs to MM2. Uh, Zelga, I mean, we all know how good Zelga is. That's that's like a known commodity. But MM2 has really come up over the last few years. And to to get a game three out of Zelga is, is absolutely incredible. So huge shout outs. Yeah, for sure. Um, just mm-hmm. to touch on some other quick notes. Uh, Schulzer does take down Jet. So that is uh, the 2019 champion down and out of the tournament so i guess ggs to both of them uh solid run by jet making brackets yet again uh teto uh from the german community is his hot streak has still been continuing he was also in the finals or the the final group of four uh which we'll talk about in a bit for the latter invitational and um he took down shady four so he's still in that uh illis took a, a close game three over a magno Hato. Uh, game three was pretty neck and neck entering GT. And that's one of those days where the GT routing matters and whoever ends up winning that, uh, you know, or getting to the big key first seems to win. Um, Vex Topher, one of the GMP uh, alum, uh, mentor tournament alum folks, uh, held his own against Andy, took him to game three. And it was actually a really good game three. That was one of the things I watched while I was sick. Um, all, all three matches were actually really good. Game three was just, it came down to, miscounting some items i believe in pod uh, on vex's side and uh that was kind of the, the the last nail in the coffin so to speak um mm. another good mention will wc uh who was featured in that mid-tourney review he was one of those four seeds in the groups that went five and one uh they, they interviewed him and i believe that was also scottish brave uh in that but uh did take matt cap to three games but unfortunately falling so matt cap uh Pre, uh, prominent runner from the Spanish community is advancing into round of 32. Um, right now, there are a few actual top people in top 16. That's one thing to kind of mention because they're kind of letting folks schedule at their own pace, which is I, yeah. I like that. So if you can knock races out, do it. Um, and right now in uh, top 16, we have Error uh, who is awaiting uh, the winner of uh, Matt 7898 and Illus uh, and Schulzer and Moogle Charm, who are facing each other. They're also in top 16 that's as of recording this and things could change um before we hit wednesday when the episode releases so keep an eye on the challenge um and fear was mentioning this in his podcast i think this is a really cool talking point yeah um this is great but zen arcane <laughs> and scottish brave are still in uh in the tournament and if they they the path for them to face each other uh would be top four now why is that a big deal like why are we mentioning these two so apparently these two are engaged 
And uh, I think that's kind of an interesting what uh, to be married. <laughs> engaged to be married. Yeah, that was my first married. question. When I heard they were engaged. I was like engaged in what in, in the tournament. Like duh. And then I, I found out and I was like, holy crap! That's that's so much. Like what an awesome story oh, yeah. that would be if they play each other. There's actually a clip somewhere, uh, and I saw it. I thought it was very wholesome. Um, I think Scottish Brave was streaming when the proposal happened and it was, it was actually a pretty, it was pretty wholesome moment. I think, you know, in the ALTTPR universe, so to speak. Um, but you know, congrats to them. Uh, may, maybe they get to play each other. And then I guess th- whoever wins gets to m- make all the wedding decisions. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> kind of just throwing that out there. Okay. So I'm, I'm obsessed with this. Did they meet each other through Rando? I, 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 that I can't say. I think they met each other probably before Rando and they're both into it. That's my assumption. Okay. Uh, yeah, but again, assume full assumption that. there. I feel yeah, I have to know more. I so when I just found out they were engaged uh yesterday listening to Fierce Podcast, I didn't realize that was the case. But now that I know, and especially when you've said, you know, the proposal is on stream, it has me asking so many follow-up <laughs> questions. Maybe we'll have to reach out to one or both of them and and you know get some questions answered and, and report back. That's that's so incredible. But yeah, that's kind of the, the the big talking points, at least that I saw while being cooped up in a room and watching a ton of rando uh, <laughs> and trying to keep up with discord. Uh, but yeah, main tournament has been delivering uh, as far as some interesting storylines and some interesting results. So looking forward to the next couple of rounds uh, as we start <clears throat> narrowing this down. We'll see uh, who's going to be coming out on top. Yeah. yeah. Excellent uh, review. Really, really love this uh, kind of in-depth analysis of all the most recent uh, matchups. And um, uh, just as a note to the listener, we're recording this on Monday and you'll be basically, you know, a little over 24 hours after we record this is when you're getting it. So if you listen to this Wednesday morning, it's probably the same as what we just described. Hopefully. And you can consider yourself up to date and jump right back in and, mm-hmm. and you know follow this thing out to the end. So. Um, I also just wanted to give a real quick shout out to Vextifer, Um, you know, been uh, talking to him a lot more than recently or a lot more to him as of late uh, as as a um, mentor tournament mod. So, you know, he'll chat in our moderator um, channels and uh, just so proud of him. You know, he's he's the poster boy for what you can do as as a as a racer in the mentor tournament, Um, you know, going up against the fabled Andy and taking him to game three. That's that's another (laughs) one that's just so incredible. So I love it. You love to see it. You do. Yeah. Um, so then we have the Challenge Cup. I'll jump in with a quick update on my own uh, journey. It has come to an end. Um, I was able to make brackets, which I was very proud of. That's four years running now that I made Challenge Cup brackets. Some have been more legitimate than others, uh, but this was definitely a fight, and I, I definitely uh, had to had to fight for it and 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 made it. So I was happy about that. Faced off against W. Garrison in the first round, and he destroyed me two times in a row. But I will say. The second race that we had, it was on Restream. It was uh, last Thursday. I want to say maybe Tuesday, Thursdays ago at this point. But I got a time of 127 something. Um, w Garrison got a time of 120. So when I saw the dot done, I was like kind of in shock. I thought for sure I was I was, you know, playing really, really well. But and I was, you know, and, and I guess I just wanted to say once that seed was finished, I was happy. I didn't care that I had been beat by seven minutes. That seed was so much fun to play. There were no pendant dungeons required. Um, I didn't die to any bosses. Like I, I felt like I played, you know, pretty well. Um, it was just a joy. I almost don't want to play another seed because that like left such a good <laughs> is, taste in my mouth. Is this how you retire? Is, is that how <laughs> yeah. this goes? Mm-hmm. 
with the seven minute loss. No. So that's the thing. It's like, you know, even though I played so, so well, I did not win, but it was just one of those rare situations where like, I don't even care that I lost. In fact, I was kind of in a way relieved because I don't have to schedule more matches and deal with, you know, my wife and kid, you know, scheduling and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, it was a ton of fun. I had a ton of fun and, um, that's yeah, a relatable feeling. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we've got some, obviously, uh, I, you know, I was eliminated, but many people are still in the challenge cup. So let's get a little, uh, overview into, uh, who's, who's still in the running here. Uh, yeah. So like, uh, just, uh, I reached out to Lumaga, uh, just to get a little info since I, I think he's still one of the, uh, the admins over there. Um, maybe not, uh, I'm not hundred percent sure. I'm not in that discord tent. Maybe you can confirm. Um, yeah, sure. But, uh, I'm pretty sure he is. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. I've heard him talk about it before, but some of the just highlights and it, and this is all seating based yeah. and that's the only reason we really, we wanted to talk on this, but I think, um, seating obviously in rando doesn't matter much, right? <laughs> um, just, you it's know, more of a suggestion. Yeah. Anything. You're in brackets mm-hmm. at this point, but, uh, just real quick, you know, uh, top 64, the 64 seed, uh, Aku Heish, hopefully I'm saying that correct. Uh, ended up upsetting the number one seed going into brackets, which was Holy Smoke 86. Um, the number 62 seed smirk JD, uh, someone who's been around the GMP discord quite a bit, uh, defeated, uh, Juber 87, which was the three seed, um, 59 seed gray Corvid overall, really nice dude. Um, oh yeah. Wishes like everybody good luck in like every single race. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say gray Corvid. Yeah. Which, anytime I race before I start, he's in there saying, saying good luck. And I, I really appreciate that. So I, I love to see that they're doing well. But yeah. Uh, Corvid topped uh, number six mystic who I, who is, I know is another really chill guy uh, from the Plando tournament days. And just also like some, you know, uh, interaction in the league. Uh, and then also we had slumberjack uh, overtaking uh, the number eight seed tabby cat. Uh, Tabby's been doing really well <clears throat> in, uh, in her play. So, uh, a little bit of a shock in a way, but at the same time, it's mm-hmm. rando, so it's not too shocking uh, when <laughs> when these upsets, quote unquote, happen. Um, yeah. But another uh, note, just to keep an eye on, if you're uh, following some of these runners, I'm not sure what the restream schedule looks like for them because I know it is very limited. Uh, but we do have some round two matchups from the GMP community, uh, and the one to watch there is going to be Jossum Sauce versus Amerith. Uh, both of them mm-hmm. very good runners, so... Uh, mm-hmm. That might be something you want to keep your eyes peeled for. Yeah, very good chance we can get a restream crew together on the Go Mode podcast Twitch and uh, uh, put on a restream of that. So um, just stay updated on the uh, the the schedule for Challenge Cup. And there's there's a very good chance if we don't restream it, then certainly uh, Zelda speedruns or you know their normal uh, restreamers will will cover that. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah. so. Uh, yeah, um, I will say Akuhaish has me sweating a little bit. Um, we did uh, allow them into the mentor tournament as a racer oh, <laughs> using things like their 64 seed in the challenge cup as evidence that they were going to be, <laughs> you know, about in the in the skill range that we like to have racers in for the for the MT. Uh, and they are their their week one. I think they like they popped like a one something in the one teens, I think is their time. So <laughs> maybe a little better than we might've thought, but Hey, that, that happens sometimes with the mentor tournament. And, uh, they absolutely, you know, it's not like they lied about their ability or anything like that. It's just, you know, we can only take what we have available to us. And, um, I mean, it's, they yeah, could have gotten I, I mean, some I, great it's, coaching. It's fine. It's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, maybe the, the coaching they got in preparation for the mentor tournament made them, 
do really well in the Challenge Cup. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but, some people, uh, um, just like kind of commenting on that whole coaching thing, like some people actually just kind of need like, I'm not saying this is Ike Heish like to the T, but sometimes it's like someone tells you something about like thinking through a situation and then a light switch clicks. And it's not mm-hmm. that you make the right decision every time, but you, you, you start thinking outside your own little box. Like you kind of box yourself in sometimes, you know, early on, at least I did in rando. And then once you start mm-hmm. kind of thinking outside of that a little bit, it's like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe this is a good idea. Sometimes it changes your thinking. Sometimes it changes your results. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, I won't name any names. We had a person who applied for the mentor tournament that um, was like, my execution is really good, but my routing is not that good. And in thinking about it, we were like, I don't know if this person is going to be a great fit, because once they have someone routing for them or helping them there, it's basically we just put together a really good player with those two players (laughs) and now they're going to be unstoppable. So, um, yeah, that that can happen. And not to say they wouldn't benefit from mentoring because they absolutely would. But again, we try to keep it, you know, we keep try to keep the playing field fair in there. So, yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. Okay, well, that's the Challenge Cup. Like I said, uh, check the link, uh, the description for links to schedules of upcoming matches. And uh, yeah, and, and especially that um, that Jossam Sasa Marath. We'll see if we can get that one restreamed. There was a, a news event that happened uh, quite a while ago at this point, but with the 100th episode, we didn't talk news. And I think we just kind of missed it, the one before that. But um, the um, Glitch League has concluded. And uh, we do have some winners from that. Remember, uh, Malmo had um, Malmo and Crystal were uh, uh, putting on this this um, endeavor. I, I want to say tournament, but it's not a tournament. Uh, and the winning team was Nobly and Tam. And uh, the runner ups were Malmo and Crystal. And Malmo was uh, in our channel chatting a little bit about it. And she was like, yeah, I was actually kind of relieved we didn't win because it would have been sort of awkward for the two <laughs> tournament organizers to then win and have to explain that to everyone. Which happens, but yeah, I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah, that sentiment. I instantly mm-hmm. thought of the like the the meme of Obama putting the the medal around Obama. <laughs> yeah. when that yeah. that's a that's a fair picture to have, I guess. <laughs> yeah, did these te- surely these teams had names, right? Do we know what their names were? I'm not sure if they did. I know there were only teams of two. It wasn't like like uh, the ALTTPR league where it was teams of three. Um, there were a lot of people involved in it, uh, which was really, it was cool. Like I didn't, I know they didn't get a lot of like restreams or anything, but um, it, 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 talking with Malmo, you know, she said it was kind of a low key event, but I think it's kind of cool having a league out there, you know, or something for people to play in a team or co-op aspect uh, and be able to do like glitch modes, like no logic, hybrid major glitches, overworld glitches, whatever. Um, Cause you know, it's, it's not really a mode that, we can we can work into the league without a whole lot of pushback. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, uh, oh man, could you imagine? I would love it. Like, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I would love it. And and even though like overworld glitches races are like very swingy sometimes because of the way the logic works, um, but I, I think it would it would that at least having that would be a nice rounded thing. I'm not. Don't worry, it's not actually happening. But if <laughs> if we could get enough people like on the boat, I think it would be kind of cool to be able to have that. I mean, the you know, I complained so much about inverted in the main tournament, and then I played two or three of them, and I still don't like it. But like, I'm a little more. 
understanding of the mode. Uh, you know, if it does show up in like a mystery, I feel like I'll handle it a lot better than I would have before. <clears throat> so I guess I feel the same way with the glitch thing. Like if someone forced me to do it, I would complain about it and then be glad that I had learned how to do it. But I'd rather just not do it in the first place. <laughs> so I, I, I like you. I'm glad that things like these leagues exist. That's, yeah, that's a very we have thing. we have yeah. Tim now joining the Herfy train. Like I'm sure Herf wouldn't want <laughs> if you played a league, you wouldn't I mean, want overworld glitches, right? I wouldn't care because I wouldn't play in the first place, right? So. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing is that would just be my week off. I'd be like, you, uh, Arresta, Tyler, saw y'all got this? All right, great. Yep. Thanks. Perfect. See you later. Perfect. I'll be watching the restream, cheering you on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, and then another tournament. Uh, this was just announced pretty recently, uh, a casual boots tournament. I think just, you know, that's a fun mode. Uh, it's always nice to have the boots right away. And, uh, and Josh Bittner and the sword. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Josh Bittner, Mr. Aaron Snurd and Dr. Earworm are the admins of this fledgling tournament and uh, opened up um, opened up registration on Wednesday, June 1st. And it was full at 128 entrants by the end of the day. Yeah, there's a waiting so, list already sold out in yeah. a waiting list. Yeah, very like I said, very popular mode. Uh, a nice, fun summer tournament should be you know, casual, but at the same time, you know, good, honest competition for everyone involved. Uh, and not much else to say, except, you know, uh, we will put some links to the schedule, to the discord. Like I said, registration's way over at this point. So if you know, you're thinking <laughs> of joining maybe next year, yeah. but uh, we can certainly get you some links for restreams and things like that. And best of luck to uh, those three, Dr. Earworm, Josh Bittner and Mr. Aaron Snurd, all, you know, GMP folks, um, taking their first stab at a uh, tournament administration. So oh, yeah. we wish them the best. And, and like, yeah, just, j- just because you can't maybe enter, uh, if you're interested in commentary and tracking, mm. I know, uh, they were kind of having a little bit of a call for that because I believe they're, I believe they're partnered with speed gaming, uh, to, to do restreams. Um, but it's going to be a nice cozy tournament, I think, because they're doing like a, a groups thing. And then I think all of the bracket is best of one. So it's like, it, it's going to be as fast as, you know, how tournaments should be in Rando, I think. Uh, it's just yeah. best of one, and hopefully you don't get screwed. And that's, and then whatever happens, happens. So it should be a good, it should be a good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I just want to say uh, GG's to Jim for uh, winning this tournament. And uh, I'll see you guys next year. <laughs> oh, you've got the participants list up, huh? No, I just know that Jim saw casual boots. And the first thing I believe he said was, oh, finally a playable tournament. Yes. And then he signed up for it. And then I said, all right, well, I guess, you know, here's your winner. See you next year. <laughs> Yeah, it's nice to hear a high level have high level player say something like that, because normally all the high level players want to play your cross keys and your inverted and your like all these ridiculous modes. So it's nice to know that, you know, everyone loves a casual boots, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not that uh, Gem doesn't also enjoy some different modes, but as long as you you're adding boots to the start, that's the you know, that's the kicker. That's 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 the thing that matters. Anyway, you mark want. my words. We'll talk again. All right, in a so couple we've months. gotten a bold <laughs> prediction from Herfy Durfy. Groups haven't even yep. been revealed yet, and Herf's calling it the winner. <laughs> I love it. That'll, so we'll have that to follow. Does that does make me want to. Yeah, that makes me want to pull up the list and just see. Do, so do Tim, we, go ahead. Do I have a pick. Save that. Save that soundbite because 
We need it <laughs> just in oh, yeah. case. Cause if he wins, it's mm. going to be hilarious. If he loses, it's also going to be well, hilarious for Herfie, <laughs> but not so good. much yeah. for Jim. Um, I guess for now let's move on our next item here. We have the open plus ladder invitational. Yeah. Um, so we have our final group of four. Herf, do you want to, do you want to sure. tell us all about this? Sure. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll try to take us through this one. Um, so we, we are, as Tim said, in the final group of four, uh, Tato, Ari, Relkin, and Humbug. Um, it's, it's been crazy in my opinion. There, there, there have been some crazy games. We first, we've had, uh, Ari versus Humbug. Uh, it came down to basically executing a mimic clip, which unfortunately Ari had a little bit of trouble with. Uh, Humbug prevailed in that situation and won over Ari. Uh, the next one was Relkin beating Humbug uh, to set up a winner will advance scenario between Relkin and Ari, which it was all kinds of complicated. I was actually commentating yeah. that match uh, between Relkin and Humbug with Dunka. Uh, it happened on Saturday, I believe, at 10.30 Eastern in the morning. And uh, it was it was pretty crazy because uh, the lead changed a lot during it. And then uh, going into GT, Relkin was, well, he was pretty far ahead, I'd say. Yeah, it was... It was super. I remember watching that one. And by the way, I put it wrong in the notes. Humbug actually beat Relkin in this one. So y'all yeah, can blame that's me. What I, that's, what I that's, why, that's why you're right? confused. Was, um, <clears throat> I was but, confused for a second. So Humbug beat Relkin and yeah. Relkin went into GT with a lead of about two minutes, not quite two minutes, something along those lines. And it, uh, it was one of those games where it came down to how do you route your GT to find that big key? Uh, we've had Another one. Uh, Relkin go full left side. He, he tried the hope room. He didn't find a small key. He went left side and kept going left side. And mm-hmm. uh, Humbug ended up Boyne routing, which means, you know, going into the stealth house room and then going back into the right side. And uh, he found not only a tempered sword, but also the big key and the last four chests on the right side and uh, started his climb a minute, maybe a minute and a half earlier than uh, Relkin ended up doing his because he had to finish up the whole left side. So, uh, yeah, it, it just switched back and forth and uh, Humbug ended up taking that one. And now uh, Ari has to race Relkin again. And uh, whoever wins that, it's a best of three, right? No, no. So so they raced uh, and that was that that was oh, what okay. set up. <clears throat> that was what set up that like win and in oh, scenario right. for Relkin okay. and Ari. Uh, instead mm-hmm. of having like a timer thing, you know, as far as like a tiebreaker, but uh, not really a whole lot to say about that race. Um, you know, Aerie made some good decisions. Uh, Relkin made some, yeah. I think also at, for his knowledge point, very good decisions just didn't work out that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, but yeah, we're, we're in finals. We're in finals. It's Aerie and yeah. Humbug. Aerie versus Humbug in the finals. Uh, they've already uh, played the first game, which Aerie took. And uh, game two and three are not scheduled yet. I'm not sure if they maybe have scheduled it since, but I doubt it. Mm. Uh, if they do happen to schedule that before the episode post, we'll absolutely add it in the description. And if not, then, you know, same thing we've been saying for these others. Just uh, go to the Discord, check out their you know resources, see if you can find their upcoming matches. Mm-hmm. And, uh, that is definitely going to be a very, very fun one to watch that game two and potentially three. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, I did find if you guys want to double back real quick, I found the uh, list of everyone in this um, 
Yeah, sure, sure. In the, yeah, yeah, the casual boots tournament. Uh, so I kind of glanced through the list a little bit. There are a lot. There's a wide range of folks. There's there's some people that I recognize as some kind of new names. And then there's, you know, some of the grizzled vets that you're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think I think I'm going to I think I'm going to my prediction. Here it is. And we'll we'll voice clip this as well. Oh, Obscure life forms going to win this. Ooh. All right. I like yep. that. That's a that's, that's a I'm spicy going. prediction. Yeah. <laughs> so don't let me down. OLF. I am not going to make a prediction. Because I had wow. I had to predict Bold. the main tournament live in front of everybody on the the no, ALTTP randomizer you get a channel, pass. and mm-hmm. you I get feel pass. like I cursed two people that I picked uh, in, to be in finals. <laughs> so um, I do want to point out, and uh, hopefully they don't mind me saying this. Uh, you know, Walter the Fourth has entered this too, and uh, I know he's been on kind of a little bit of a rando break. Um, don't know the super specifics of it, but good to see him back. And um, yeah, yeah. going to be good to see him back racing. That is true. Yeah. Now that you mention it, I hadn't hadn't seen him around in a while. It's good to good to see his name again. I, I hope he does very well in this tournament, too. Yeah, for sure. Nice. All right. And uh, so we've got something here in our outline about a main discord async spoiler competition. And I'll be honest, this was not on my radar. Dante, you added this. right? Yeah. So I've I've kind of glossed over these and haven't done them, but I decided to participate in it. And it's it's pretty it, it, honestly, it's fun. Um so they have, I think Chimo is the, the person who organizes this. There's a channel in the main discord called monthly spoiler challenge. And, uh, I believe the pins have, yeah, they do have the seeds and the results for every month. So basically there are two seeds. Um, one is a no glitches ver- variant as far as the logic. Another is a glitch mode. Um, and then basically you got as many attempts as you want and, um, as much time as you want to review the spoiler log. So it's one of those deals where it's almost like you are speed running the, mm-hmm. like the, the randomizer, if that makes sense. So yeah. like you keep doing it over and over. I, I participated last month. Uh, I had a, had like a week maybe that I was like playing this like off and on. Um, and it, it was, it was fun. I, I had a really great time doing it. Like uh, there was a lot of like discussion in that channel initially about how to route the seed, you know, vortex, uh, Matt cap, um, we're talking about it a good bit later on. Tam was talking about it and, uh, but I, of course I didn't do the no logic because, um, <laughs> uh, I'm not, I'm not a person who knows how to do that. But, uh, but yeah, like there's uh right, right now, let's see, uh, for, for May, which just concluded, um, these are kind of a monthly thing. So you have all month. Uh, the no logic uh, was won by Tam. Um, and there was only two entrants in that red Kitsune eight came in second with that. And then the the no lot or the no glitches logic uh, seed was the tournament keys mode. So the one with the GT big key inside of GT, as well as the castle tower, small keys being vanilla. Uh, Tam also took the title for that one over myself <laughs> and Scoople respectively in second and third. And uh, that one, it was it was tough. So, like, I just want to I want to talk about this for like a second, because, yeah, the seed, yeah, I was about to ask about it. <clears throat> the seed. The one reason I decided to play it was because it was early boots. And so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll play this. And then I kind of just started by like vortex copied hit or posted his route. So I just kind of copied it. Um, and then I saw Matt cap had posted a time and like a VOD. So like I kind of skimmed through just to see what his route was like. And then uh, what was fun about it to me was like uncle, uncle area had the boots. And then 
what you had like a, a fork decision you could make right then was like, uh, you know, a spoiler, it's low percent. So you could like dash through the dark mm-hmm. to get your Eastern Palace big key in Dark Cross, or you could revisit the castle later. So it's like pick your poison because dashing there was a lot of resetting for a lot of people dashing through the dark at three hearts uh, trying to get around all the worms you can't see. Um, But it was it was really fun uh, for like low percent because there was bomb tree pull. So you instantly get bombs and then the next piece of progression you would need like everyone agreed to route this in that way was the uh, the mini Moldrum cave. So the gamer strat which uh, I think Vortex kind of coined that t- that term uh, was to go into mini Moldrum cave with three bombs, like four if you Ooh. count the one to open it. <laughs> and what happens is the the mini Moldorms were also in the bomb prize pack. So like uh, you're trying mm. to kill those mini Moldorms and hope a bomb drops at the same time. <laughs> oh, um, uh, and it was just it was it was really chaotic early game, and then it became super comfy as far as like having three swords. There were some safeties that were pretty you know, on the way, if you like slightly out of the way, uh, not so much mm-hmm. to like really ruin your time, but if you were really trying to go for a top time, then obviously you want to bypass them. Um, but yeah, I had a lot of fun playing it. I, I changed my route around several times and, uh, you know, GG's to Tam. Uh, I, I thought I had a really great time and then Tam was like, hold my beer. I got you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward this, yeah. this month. There's two new ones. So, uh, the glitch one is hybrid major glitches and, uh, I think the way it works is that or the way Chimo says it works is that uh, the winner of the previous month gets to choose the mode for the following month. So uh, okay. the no glitches mode is Ambrosia. So I guess Tam picked both of those. So I guess with Ambrosia, <laughs> yeah. we're going to know where the boots are from the uncle and from the spoiler, uh, log. the spoiler <laughs> log. But yeah, I'll uh, yeah. I'll probably give this one a crack. I don't know how much I'll grind it, but uh, but yeah, like I, I think it's a fun way to play the game. It's you know, we've we've talked about spoiler races before and i think those are great um but i my tiny small brain gets so distracted uh thinking about a route in 15 minutes so i like being able to just say all right this is the route and then i can just repeat it as much as i want to to see how well i can do it's like you know Mm -hmm. it's like playing nmg but no text boxes and it's not nmg (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then you also have the added uh you know factor of it is like NMG because you pretty much know what you need to do. But then, like you said, someone realizes, oh, wait, there, there's bombs in the prize pack and you can actually go di- do this if you're like really, yeah. you know, careful and, and you have really high execution. So that is uh, really that makes it really interesting to me that it's not just like, OK, here's the route. This is what you do. But then on top of that, you can even, you know, kind of cut it down even more. Uh, I, it's one of those things where I think it's it's really fun um, exercise to just kind of go through theoretically, but I absolutely would not have a good time trying to execute on that route with yeah. the low percentage and all that. I think what's and, and go fast. I think what's advantageous to that is like you know if you don't have time for a full seed, uh, you know you you route this out like you know on a lunch break or something, and then save it like save the text document, and then when you have time to play like for an hour. You know, you have you could probably knock it out depending on where the boots are, probably, but you can knock it out maybe in an hour, hour 10 uh, if it's a bad seat or something and, you know, hope for the best. And uh, I think you get a lot of good practice uh, as far Mm -hmm. as that goes, too, just because it it puts you in a lot of scenarios that, you know, I know Tim NMG doesn't. 
Yeah, and I know, Tim, you've talked about the dreaded fighter sword, like six heart moth fight. You know, sometimes sometimes a, a spoiler definitely makes you do something like that. So or less yeah. hearts. So it's I think it's a really good practice. That's not like how do I word this? It's not the practice hack. So it's not like fake practice. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not fake practice, but this is like. It feels more hands-on with what you want to do. Real world. Yeah, it's like a real you world know? scenario that you get to practice over and over, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> the practice hack is is very theoretical, and it's like you can set up all your different equipment and try to think of everything that you might get there with, you know, and challenge yourself that way. But what you're talking about in these asyncs, you know, and the, the spoiler routing of them forces you to be in certain situations with low equipment that you might not have thought of or that you, you know, you absolutely have to progress if you want to be able to do the next thing. Whereas in practice, you could just be like, oh, well, and move on to something else, you know? So it's, it it kind of forces you to work on lesser known strats, which I think is really cool. But yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to trying to keep an eye on these, even if I don't get to play a whole lot of them, but, uh, but yeah, it should be these, these are like, these have been going on for like over a year. And I really haven't touched them until now. And I know some people will touch them, kind of go away for a month or so because they've got other stuff going on, other interests. So I think it's a it's a cool thing Chimo has been doing. And uh, I'm, I'm just glad it's there. It's kind of fun. Yeah. yeah. How many people participated in that May one? Uh, so in the May one, uh, there were six submitted times uh, as far yeah. as the the spoiler keys. And there were two for the. Uh, for the other one, just to uh, trying to find like I know there was a pretty big month at one point. Uh, the previous month um, in uh, in April looks like or March it looked like there was a uh, like five entrants, but the the no logic had four. So you mm-hmm. know, there's just it, it's it's it varies every month. So it, it's a little less than maybe say our biweekly seed, but. You know, it's obviously not something that's like super promoted, I guess, in a way is a way to put it. So maybe this maybe this gets more people to play it this month. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This, like I mentioned at the beginning, was kind of not on my radar, but I I think it sounds really cool. And and, um, if if I went to look at this and I saw there were only two people on the leaderboard right now and they were both like really good players, I don't know if I would be as inclined to add my own yeah, crappy time fair. to it. But if more people know about it, maybe, you know, it's okay that you're not going to get the number one seat because Tam and Dante are playing, but like <laughs> maybe the rest of us can, you know, log, log a time. Uh, where is this? I'm, I'm looking for it. So right it's now in the main, main tournament discord. Uh, the it's under the let's play category and it's monthly spoiler challenge. Uh, ah, there it is. So okay. I, I think so. The way I think a healthy way to view that, and that's kind of what I was doing, um, was it, it, like like with speed running. You you don't always want to compare yourself. Like if if Temp, if you took up NMG today, you're not going to say, "All right, I got to find a way to beat Airy." Like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's, I just don't think that's going to be a healthy mental way to learn the game. So you always want to like find a way to get better yourself. Um, and I, I struggle with that too. Cause I love, I love comparing myself against other people and like with NMG, other things, like I like to use that as potential motivation. And sometimes it's just, yeah. a, it's a detriment mentally too. Um, well, I mean, hundreds of people have done NMG, so you yeah. can see where you stack up there. Exactly. You know? and I, I'm not trying to be, a, you know, put up a 123 or anything like that, or, you know, 
uh, but it is good to see, you know, in a large list of people where I might fall. Right. So like, I think having that kind of attitude, even though there's fewer players is a really good way to, to look at these. And you know, an, another thing, you know, we didn't really put this in our notes, but in, in a similar vein, you know, they, they announced the, the vanilla category now on speedrun.com. So like, if you, oh, yeah. if you like NMG, yeah, yeah. but you hate text boxes, don't we all, uh, and you like your <laughs> custom sprites and your rando rules where we can icebreaker and diver down, this is a really good way to, to play. Like uh, it's fun because you get to use MSU packs. I know a lot of people uh, have been doing some runs of that. I don't know how long or how prevalent that'll be, but um, I hope I hope we get a lot of good competition with it. And I hope uh, a lot of people have fun with that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's that's really cool um, and a really cool kind of milestone for Rando to be looked at as an official game that's worthy of, you know, having a world record board for. Um, and it just makes perfect sense to just put all the items in their original vanilla chests and be able to skip all the text boxes and get the cool music and your MSUs. So I want to see um, her. We'll, we'll put a link to that it. in the description. Yeah, Herf, Herf, you and yeah, I should log no. some times on this. If yeah. I'm ever going to do NMG, Dude, this is how it's going to start. That's what needs to happen. We need a special, it doesn't have to be anytime soon, but we need a special GMP event on the Twitch channel where Herf and Temp play in like a voice call together. They play the vanilla rando and <laughs> see and just like talk each other through it. I think that would be amazing content. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to see us race though? No, you can so race. You just, no, you can totally race. Yeah, let's race. race. That, um, that'd be fun. <laughs> let's race. All right. We'll, we'll see about that. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Let's let's do that. Before the end of the year, we will absolutely put that together. You can hold us to it. Um, okay. Uh, let's do some GMP community updates. So the main thing is just, of course, the mentor tournament. We have finished week one. We're in the process of week two right now. Um, Administrationally, I would say things have been going swimmingly. Uh, We did have a number of drops in the first week, which is to be expected. That happens every year. But this year, instead of being kind of blindsided by it, we were prepared. We had a list of alternates that we were able to reach out to. Everyone was able to get slotted right back in very quickly. Uh, And by not using challenge, we weren't locked into okay, well, your name is actually this in Challenge and you're just going to take on their record, blah, blah, blah. No, we didn't have to do any of that. So really, really happy with how that's worked out so far. The other big change that we made was uh, listing the amount of races that a mentor has mentored in any given week. First of all, we asked them all how many that how many times they would be comfortable mentoring per week when they signed up, which was new. And we're also listing how many times they have committed to mentor on the availability schedule. Furthermore, something we're doing uh, on top of that is once somebody has reached their limit, say they want to do three and then they've scheduled to mentor three different people this week, their uh, cell in our availability schedule will tint red and they will actually be sorted down at the bottom of the mentor availability list. So the people you're going to see when you first get in there are the ones who have not mentored as much. That's spicy. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my uh, idea. And then Lumaga was like, no. Uh, And then he looked into it and he is a wizard with the Google Sheets, as we all know, and he was able to make it happen. I'm sure his initial I didn't read this, so I'm making an assumption. His initial (laughs) no was probably because, Tim, did you say, Lumaga, I need you to figure out how to do this? And he was like, I'm sorry. No, I'm not doing that. (laughs) No, it was more like it would be really cool if blank. And he was like, that is way harder than 
I know it was really easy for you to just say that, Tim, but to actually make that happen is going to be really difficult. But then to my understanding, when he went in there, he just like tried something off the cuff and it actually worked. So he was like, oh, well, it was easier than I thought it was going to be. I have a great respect of people who can just do stuff in Google Sheets Mm -hmm. or like Microsoft Mm -hmm. Excel. I have a have an IRL friend like that. And man, it's like, you know, when I when I track like scores and stuff in dance games and I'm like, is there a quick way to do this? And he's like, yeah, if you you know, and he just spouts off all these words. And then suddenly I, I get him to slow it down and talk to me like I'm an idiot. And then it's like, wow, this is really cool. Like I can make this happen. So uh, it's yeah. always nice. It's sorcery. It's it's straight up magic. We 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 joke around about it all the time about him being a sorcerer. Um, but the thing about that is, though, when he sets up those really complicated like V lookups and whatnot, if you're a mod and you just go in and like change one field and you don't know what you're doing, like you absolutely will break the whole thing. <laughs> but, you know, control Z is a thing. It's not a big deal. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it, it works it, out in the end. I got to exactly, so. I got to tell on the admin team. Uh, OK. And, and now, granted, like full disclosure, Herfy and myself have been very hands off. Uh, we have not been super involved as far as the hosts go. Temp has really uh, taken on the burden uh, of doing that with the admins and the moderators. Uh, but what I have noticed is that the admin channel has gone through a couple a couple name revisions. Uh, it went from admins to madmins, and I'm not really sure what happened to cause everybody to get upset, but that's what happened. And now today, I'm happy to report that the channel name is Gladmin. So everybody's happy now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what all happened, but you know, I'm glad we're all having fun with it. That's what, <laughs> that's what's important. Uh, first, it was like mt moderators or something like that uh and it was i kept i kept accidentally clicking the mt moderator channel every single time i couldn't keep them apart they're right next to each other uh and then at some point it changed to madmins and i like that because it was easier to find and as far as why it was madmins i think it was just like a bad day honestly i think everyone (laughs) in there was just like pissed off about something or rather and we were like you know what this is madmins now uh and very similarly today i think uh you know uh, like Lumaga was just like, you know what? We're not mad anymore. We're Gladmans now. And uh, Zylo agreed. And yeah, so we've got a chiller vibe Perfect. in there than we once did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, just to wrap up the mentor tournament thing, it's it's going great. Um, I've had a chance to watch a couple matches here and there. We've been restreaming a lot more than we did last year. Uh, certainly we, we shout out to our you know, restream moderators and admins um, and, and all the crew that has stepped up. It's just, uh, we've already gotten a lot of feedback of people just saying, you know, thank you for putting on so many of these restreams they are really fun to watch. I think people just really enjoy seeing two people compete that aren't, you know, Gem and Airy <laughs> level, yeah. you know, it's, it's always going to be like, we need that. We need to see the high level and it's always so much fun to see the execution and the routing and all that. But there's something really um, comforting about seeing people race and seeing that their skill level is about the same as your own. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, just makes feel a little more like you belong in this community when you, when you can pull off I some think, of the things they can. I think a lot of that kind of comes to, and maybe, maybe uh, hopefully this doesn't sound offensive. Uh, like, if you were to go to a professional basketball game and then like next week you get to watch like two high school teams play each other that are like, they're out there like 
strictly for fun, not because it's their job. Now, granted, it's not Ari and Jim's job to play rando. Um, <laughs> if it is, I need to figure out what train to get on to do that. But, um, but yeah, like that's, uh, I, I think it's just, there's something really good about, you know, watching stuff like that. Uh, as a player, sometimes when you watch them, it's like very like, please just do this. Like you just kind of want to scream <laughs> through the TV, so to speak. Um, but yeah, like it, it's, it's good to see like people, get put in a situation where you can tell with their play, they're not comfortable. And then whether it be that same game uh, or like the following week, start getting, excuse me, more and more comfortable with like where they are, what they're doing. Um, You you see the growth like there and it's it's really cool. I think I know a lot of people have been, you know, have talked up this tournament and it's kind of like, I don't know, being a host and some days I've taken it for granted. I'm just like, Oh, it's Spencer tournament time again. All right, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely a really cool thing, and I, I you know, kudos to Temp for in in like Axial and her for coming up with the idea way back in 2019. Because, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, even if one day we can't do it, I'm hoping that the the torch keeps keeps going for you know the community like this. And I uh, hopefully I'm not leaking something I'm not supposed to, but I know that. Lumaga has pitched the mentor tournament idea to another randomizer <laughs> community. Um, and I you know, I'm not going to enter it even though, but I, it's one of the final fantasy ones. I'm not sure which one, but hopefully that happens. I would love to, to mm-hmm. not just to say, you know, well, our idea carried on, but you know, I think more, um, more randomizer like games, uh, as far as competitive scenes need this, you know, especially for people who, you know, like honestly, if I wanted to compete in Zooter, I would have nowhere to like no no idea where to start. Um, you know, or like another two D Zelda such as like Z One or uh, you know Minish Cap Rando stuff like that. I'm just like lost. You know, I was really lost when I played yeah. A Link Between Worlds Rando uh, or V Thirty Two as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but you know, you just kind of kind of do stuff. There's not like a huge racing scene there, but but yeah, you just kind of do stuff otherwise. Yeah. Uh, the last thing I want to mention is the getting into go mode seeds. These are like workbook seeds that we put together. We do. Uh, th- it's taken a long time to produce because we have two people playing each seed and then they take notes and then we have to go and take the notes and format them into like spoiler text on the website. So I am um, pleased to announce that uh, by the time you're listening to this episode, check the link in the description. We will have most of those finished, if not all of them. Um, so we finally got those up. Uh, all of the players have played them and their YouTube videos are available. So you can watch those at the very least. But the idea is, of course, to have those notes available that you can kind of hover over to get little hints at what some other players did at similar decision points within the seed. So, again, that's getting into go mode. Check the link in the description. We should have those all sorted out by the time you're listening to this. Did you guys transcribe uh, the- everything? In those videos, no, no, so part of yeah, part of the challenge was deciding like what to use and what was just like a normal talking, you know, because uh, that's all we asked you to do. So Dante did one of them. You know, all we asked him to do is just talk through what he's doing, and then you know it was the, the I provided a thesis and- of decision making the entire time <laughs> and ramblings and me saying this is a bad idea. I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, the, yeah. the, it was it had ever my seed had every emotion that I think every rando player has at beside maybe, maybe besides rage uh, or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and yours was, I think C four, I want to say, don't quote me on that the names are in there. So just check out the names. If you want to check out Dante's, I will also say I, I finished up seed three today 
And the way that those notes are formatted, I would suggest people start with that one, to be honest, if you're okay with kind of playing whatever mode. Um, Seed 3, I want to say it was Error and Scottish Brave uh, that did that one. Um, and the notes are just formatted in a way that I think looks really great. We're going to try to get them all kind of similar to that. But um, if you only do one, I, I would say do three. I think that'll be a, a nice learning experience. Um, bi-weekly seed, I think this is pretty open and shut. Uh, week three of the mentor tournament is open assured sword. And I think we should just give them one of those. Yeah. Sounds all good right. to me. Sweet. Works for me. Okay. I want to well, point out uh, this that... Was- we have 53 people who have currently played the bi-weekly I seat. That. And I'm actually not even looking at it because I think I'm going to play it at some point between <laughs> between now and, and mid tomorrow. Midnight, All right. Well, so. then I won't say anything else about it, but I'll say I'm I'm really and I know it's probably a lot of the mentor tournament, but I'm really excited to see <laughs> a lot of people playing this again. I'm going to try mm-hmm. and play the, the next one. That's that's that was my goal. Yeah. I was like, I, I wanted to play this one, but being um being sick, I just, you know, I didn't, I didn't play yeah, much I, I of anything. Think that's, a, that's a very fair excuse. I think that's all right. Indeed. All right. Well, this feels a little weird to do, but it is now time to wrap up the show. <laughs> this is a shorter show than you maybe are used to listening to. Uh, so, you know, all the normal uh, plugs apply. We're on Discord. You can email us, email at gomodepodcast.com. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. All those places you might want to look for us, you'll find us. Uh, you can find me playing at twitch.tv slash temp underscore. And my shout out this week, I want to shout out another HBO Max show. It's just such a good platform. They greenlight the best shows. Uh, it's called Tokyo. Tokyo Vice. And nobody recommended this to me. I just saw it on their splash splash page and was like, oh, this seems cool and checked it out. And it is indeed really cool. It takes place during 1999 in Tokyo. It follows an American reporter who's the first foreigner who's ever been hired at this prestige Japanese um, newspaper. And he covers the Yakuza. And it's a little bit of a fictionalization, but it's based on a true story of an actual person who did all this. And it, the show just drips style. It's so cool seeing like the Yakuza with their all their you know tattoos and the cool nightclubs that they sing karaoke in, and the it's it's just a really cool show. So that's called Tokyo Vice. It's on HBO Max. Y'all check it out. Who's next? Um, I'll I'll shout out some stuff. So uh, I got a when I recorded with Fear, I got a really good uh, recommendation on a movie to watch, and I watched it while I was. Uh, sick. <clears throat> um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, mm-hmm. It really messes. You've seen it too, Eric? Yeah, it's a, it's a really good one. Definitely recommend it for me as well. Yeah, tell tell me about it, Danny. I've so, heard about it. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's 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 gonna mess with your head. Um, it's it, you kind of have to pay attention. I shouldn't have watched it on COVID brain, um, <laughs> but it's a great watch. I'll, I'll, that's all I'm gonna really say about it. It's it's a really great watch. I'm really glad Fear recommended it to me. I had an IRL friend mention it, and um, I know they don't listen, so I can say this. Half the time they mention a movie, I'm like, I'm not watching that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, that's that, that's always good. And I do want to give uh, an anti shout out, if I may, uh, to Space Jam Two. Uh, I, I watched <laughs> that while sick, and when I went to bed that night, I was like, I really hope I don't die because that's gonna be the last <laughs> thing I watched, and I'm gonna be so mad. 
Um, mm-hmm. it's, it was like, don't even waste your time. That one. And also the new like remake Chip and Dale movie, like the rescue Rangers. Absolutely oh, terrible. Dude, come on. You that didn't like that? Dude, that oh, was I hated yeah, it. So Jossum Sauce uh, yelled at me because I, I let somebody spoil that movie in our off topic because I didn't even know. I was like, oh, whatever. This is dumb Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I watched it and I, I understood why he was upset because there really were so many like thoughtful, fun references well, to stuff from like the 90s. There was yeah, great I, I references. I, I hated it, though. I was like, oh, my really? God. Just like it, it. When is this over? And then it finally was. And I was <laughs> oh, like, I'm, I was like, I am done. Like, I was really excited to watch it because when I was a kid, I loved watching Chip and Dale mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers. And I was like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll watch this. This is going to be good. And I just absolutely hated it. I don't know. I Maybe it was <laughs> character portrayal. Oh, uh, that's crazy. But yeah, it actually, like I, I, that was borderline to me worse than Space Jam 2. And trust me on this. Oh, that's crazy. Even if you disagree with me on, if you disagree with me on Chippendale and you haven't watched Space Jam 2, don't watch Space Jam 2. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw Space Jam 2. It was just okay. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but the Chippendale movie, I, I probably would actually recommend. Yeah. thought that was good. Mm. Well, now I'll never have another, I'll never have another movie shout out again because I only watch <laughs> movies when I'm sick. All right. Uh, I have a surprising amount of stuff to shout out. So I'm just going to kind of speed run it. Uh, movies. I finally watched Shin Godzilla from like 2018, 2016, something like that. The one that the, uh, the guy who made Evangelion directed. Mm. Um, I watched the Japanese original because I heard that they made some like weird changes to the American version of it. And, uh, I really enjoyed it, but, uh, you gotta be able to sit through a lot of like Japanese politicians sitting in offices, not doing anything. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's that. Uh, TV shows. Uh, the Boys season three started. Oh yeah. It. Uh, Stranger so Things season four started. Loving it. Um, Star Trek: Strange New Worlds uh, seems to finally be a good Star Trek show after Discovery and Picard was extremely disappointing. So uh, also a recommend for me. Mm. Uh, games I played Card Shark. Definitely recommend that to anyone who's interested in like stylish adventure games about cheating people at cards in like old timey France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it it sounds cool. It's uh, I, it was fun. I can definitely recommend it and not what I expected either. Um, nice. Silt is out, which is like a 2d black and white submarine eldritch horror thing you're like a diver and you're in like some weird deep sea strange thing stuff pretty good pretty spooky uh and last but not least i've started playing shin megami tensei strange journey redux on a 3ds is this uh, the same one you played before or another one? No, this is one of the one. 400 billion spin Yeah, I was about to say, there's like a million like, versions of that game. Yeah, it's it's so okay. crazy. It's like, I don't even know. But yeah. I, I was like debating if I'd want to play New Game Plus of Persona 5 Royale or Persona 5 Strikers, both games which I've already finished like not too long ago. And then I figured, you know, I might as well play one of the 400 other games that I've never played before instead of sitting through a 
relatively boring new game plus because you're just overpowered <laughs> and pushing through everything yeah with no challenge so yeah all right that was my speed yeah run of, we had we had a lot of recommendations because we didn't do any in the last episode and i also have been watching and playing a bunch of stuff so i'll, I'll save the the rest of mine for uh next time i, I, might double up next I time. do have to try this really quick tim so yesterday dunka was streaming and he mentioned that you herfy derfy and himself mm -hmm. have decided on the next invitational mode. Oh but he, yeah. But he would not <laughs> spill the beans. Uh, uh, yeah. He, I mean, so if, is there any if, chance I can get Herfy Durfee to spill the beans live on the podcast? On. Give us the scoop, bro. No, if the boss, if the boss isn't spilling the beans, I can't spill the beans either. All right, I tried. I tried. It's, it's, uh, it's not happening. All right. Well, All right. on that, on that note of failure, let's go ahead. <laughs> let's go ahead and call it a week. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll be back again in two weeks. Uh, this has been Tim on behalf of my co-host, Herfy Derfy and Danty. Let's go ahead and mirror out.